0: What's going on, everybody? We're back. Episode 8 Hawk and Oz. I'm Ryan. With me as always. uh,
1: And I'm Brian. (laughs) We have to practice the intro, I think. (laughs) Without ad reads, we don't
0: know what to do. So send us ads.
1: That's proof also that this is unscripted, unpolished. You're getting the real deal. It's all live. And, uh, you know, we make all the mistakes and we don't edit them out. No, no. Mainly because I don't know how to edit. I was going to say, because Ryan is lazy and he's got other things going on. (laughs) Uh, How you been, buddy? It's been a couple weeks. It has been a couple of weeks it's been good um all you vancouverites who i'm sure are the only people listening to this uh the weather has been taking a nice turn for the better last weekend it was beautiful out did some hiking did some swimming took my dog uh, up to Lindeman lake and we went swimming just just him and i it was a very nice doggy daddy date um <laughs> and then uh met up with uh, our most eligible bachelor uh up from the podcast tanner aronson um and grabbed a, a beer with him. Um, ladies, he's still single. Uh, so, but maybe not for long, because no, there's, I was gonna say, there's some know, traction don't, don't, that's getting picked up. Yeah,
0: don't don't pimp him out too quickly, because a friend of mine reached out and said, uh, you know, if you want, give Tanner my number and have him shoot me a text. And, uh, you know, that was yesterday, so I don't uh, have any updates. But uh, he might be off the market soon, so... I think we have a we have a, a pretty good future as as matchmakers I think.
1: We've officially transitioned the podcast into a matchmaking blind date. Well, blind date in the sense of one person gets to see the other person but you know Tanner doesn't know who this per- your friend is but it doesn't matter. We're going to set them up. They're going to maybe go to a nice restaurant um grab a little dinner go to the the drive-in after i don't know i'm just thinking that that'd be a really romantic date actually i'm going to write this down
0: <laughs> <laughs> after you just wrote down or you mentioned that you left your wife at home to take the dog out for a
1: day uh you you might want to be taking your own advice and uh <laughs> planning a drive-in date with i the was daughter. off that day she was not so i i had to i had to do something i had to get out of the house well i did
0: i did see on social media though she had a day with her friend uh with the dog too. And I didn't see you anywhere in sight. So that was like two weeks ago now, I think I saw Mm. on Instagram. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, Brian, uh, must not, must not have got
1: that text or, uh, maybe she just woke up earlier than you that day. I'm I'm the the third string hangout, um, in this house. So if, (laughs) if a bunch of friends are busy, then, then I'll be right. Then, then I get the call up. (laughs) Uh,
0: speaking of Tanner though. So let's say hypothetically, he gets married because of what we did. Okay. Yeah. Which one of us gets best man honors? He's known you longer.
1: I would, I would hope, I would hope it would be me because you've met him probably just a handful of times. And I've <laughs> known him since we were what five, six years old. But I don't know. Also, you look better in a tuxedo. So it's a toss up, really. I give that I, I'm a good speech guy. That's the only, we might be co best right. men. I was gonna say, or we're just MCs. Um, yeah, that could work. And I'd want to set it up where we just podcast the entire time. It's like <clears throat> the first wedding where we just set up, we just set up a table with our micro, or swing arm microphones here, and we're just podcasting the whole time um, as the MC speech. Yeah, we'll live stream it on TikTok. Um, actually, fun update. I've uh, my wife and I have just been recently asked to MC, co-MC. Uh, a friend's wedding uh chris and homer and um pretty pretty excited um so dusting off the old retirement i said you know like the godfather you know i said i was out and they pulled me back in um but this is lauren's first time i and, and public speaking in general so she is already very nervous and very terrified um So my joke or my thought was I was going to have Adam as like backup MC because he's (laughs) he's the best man uh, or one of the groomsmen. And um, I was going to have him backup MC. So if I needed to and and, and Lauren can't do it, then she sits down. Adam comes up and then basically reads all the same jokes. But as Lauren Uh, and we do like the old like because we do like a bunch of like marriage jokes and stuff. And he's basically just a stand in for Lauren. Maybe puts on like a wig or something. Yeah. Adam gets up there.
0: He's like, when I got married to Brian, I remembered when. <laughs> exactly. Are you going to have jokes about <clears throat> uh, about marriage though? Like I heard a joke that it made me laugh, but it, I think it's it's pretty overdone. But it was like, you know, stuff like marriage is, uh, is like a deck of cards. It starts off, you just want two hearts and a diamond. And by the end of it, you want uh, a, a club and a spade oh
1: god um yeah we're gonna leave the murder jokes i think the the (laughs) the murder jokes out of this this celebration of love um i want to do a a a take on some of the classics but like kind of spin them on their head a bit i haven't thought exactly how yet but um i love i love cringe humor or i love the idea of like using old cheesy jokes and trying to get a laugh out of that so we'll see how it goes yeah, you should or you taken in. An, I almost did this at your wedding uh, prior
0: to the speeches, but you didn't have any bad speeches at your wedding. But I was going to just go up there and be like, you know, please like keep keep those lame <laughs> jokes to yourself. Like, oh, like marriage is like is like a park, you know, walk in the park, Jurassic Park. Ha <laughs> like, no,
1: no, Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, nobody likes those. Um, See, my brother had a really funny one at the end of his where he made uh, Lauren and I stand up and, and look at each other in the eyes. And he's like, um. Blah, 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 Like, look, look in the eyes and, you know, uh, this is your wife and your partner. And, and I think it's something like, and statistically speaking, like, uh, most murders are, are from within the same household or something or like, I don't uh, know. It was, uh, he said that, yeah, it was like, look deep
0: into each other's eyes. It was a very touching moment. And then he goes, statistically, this is the most likely person who will murder you. <laughs> I thought I mean, was it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, Congrats, uh, Chris and Homer, by the way, uh, feedback, Brian, uh, mm. I, I got a few notes here actually from, uh, a new listener who gave me a laundry list. Uh, first thing, apparently I need to be more funny. Apparently you have mm. been carrying the show. We already knew that you were the funny guy. Like that was wow. the idea behind this podcast is to give you uh, a little more of a platform to, to work on some material. Um, so I will, I will do my best to be more funny,
1: uh, Apparently can I just can it... I just say that this uh, really quick? Can I just say that this listener great astute observation already? Um, you're really good at noticing things, and I hope you stay around as a listener. Um, so <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad yeah. I'm glad we've netted a new listener. Uh, you know, it's that's probably doubled or tripled our our original uh, viewer base, um, and all you know you just, you just had to date somebody to to bring them on as, as a new viewer. So. I'm dropping the ball. on going out and trying to uh, bring in new viewers. Uh, so thank you for, for doing some more marketing there, Ryan. Yeah. We need to get you on hinge. Um,
0: <laughs> we got, uh, apparently my voice doesn't sound the same uh, in reality as it does on the podcast. Uh, and apparently I can't get the audio levels right. So thank you, Nicole, for all of your feedback mm-hmm. and uh, really great seeing you the other night. Glad I paid for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> looking forward to that. The audio levels, I will I will play around with that. Uh, the transitions are not something I have control over. So if I did blow out any eardrums in the first seven episodes, I apologize. Uh, we'll, we'll mess around with them more today. Uh, and then you had a note here too.
1: Oh, and one quick thing too about your, um, your voice. Yeah. Ryan doesn't sound like this um, in real life. Ryan kind of sounds in real life a little bit more like nasally. He's kind of like, Hey, guys, it's me Ryan. Um what do you think of my new suit? I just got it and I've got six pocket tie squares to match. So um the 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 power of editing, I guess. Is uh, like a Gilbert Gottfried uh, I don't know. That that's your voice man. Um Yeah, no I know. What was my note? You bought a steering wheel. Oh, It's not related to the podcast, but uh, I wanted to, um, I've been very excited. I I bought a, um, so just for context for everybody else, we do, uh, Ryan's not in this, I do this separately. Uh, I do a a racing league, um, F1. Um, So we, we have like a full on racing league with about 12 people, 11 people. And we race every week or every two weeks, all the same courses in the F1 thing. But um, I recently stepped up my my nerdum and I uh, invested in like a full on like racing simulator wheel and pedals um, to attach to my desk, uh, which is what you should do at the age of 32 um, <laughs> as a full grown man is invest your money into simulation race car driving. Uh, so now I sit in my little race chair. I've got my headphones on. Lauren just hears me sc- like screeching around the corners. Um, and apparently, you can buy a. I want to buy this game. It's called the Euro Trucker, and it's like simulation semi truck driving. And it's basically just drive delivery routes in Europe on the roads. And uh, I can't think of a better use of my time when I'm off work than taking <laughs> up a, a short haul or a long haul shift, uh, drop off some some freight goods at the local like Duracell factory.
0: That's like a uh, you're going through the millennial uh midlife crisis. Yeah,
1: stuff.
0: like like we'll never be able to afford to get like that classic car. So it's like I'll just buy the pedal, yeah, and the wheels, and I'll drive around in my sports car virtually. That's it, baby. Virtual money, so.
1: virtual reality midlife crisis. <laughs> can feel the virtual. I put a fan so I can feel the the breeze in my hair uh, as I'm ripping down the <laughs> freeway. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I'm glad I made you laugh. See, I am funny, listeners. Um, some news recently. This was uh, It was kind of a, a cultural one. Uh, Jerry Springer passed away. Brian, uh, I don't know about you. I was a big Springer fan as a kid because uh, sick days was spent on the couch. You know, in mm-hmm. elementary school, watching. You know, a, a midget fight a transgender person uh, as Jerry Springer. Uh, gently coaxed uh, oh, confrontations. Yeah. Um, passed away. I, I, he didn't really age. I noticed, like even the pictures of when was. he was was gone. He was, uh, I think, late seventies, right? Something like that.
1: Yeah, I think he was late seventies. Did he die of a heart attack or no? He had cancer, I think. Yeah, I'm um, not
0: sure. But did you have? Uh, were you a big Springer guy back in the day? Because he was. Kind I of was.
1: Innocent. Yeah. I mean, like I think every kid who hears about this kind of vulgar tv that you're not supposed to watch is like drawn to it uh so anytime my parents were gone we were like w- you talk about like freedom our, our our parents were really good in the fact that they trusted us i had an older brother that they left us with him which if they had hindsight they would say that probably wasn't a good idea Um uh, but like for the summer so both of my parents worked so when we were out of school we just had two months of no parents from from eight to four basically. Yeah. And every morning started off Monday to Friday watching wheel of not fuel. Prices uh, price is right. And then you'd, you'd ease into Maury. And then, yeah, you'd usually watch like Jerry Springer and Jerry Springer got like such garbage TV looking back at it. It was so bad. Like the shit that he would pull. And it's like, f- people are like having this like v- intimate fight about their relationship and, and their love life and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, uh yeah you you, you've uh uh you guys are about to get married and everything seems to be going great and you might have a kid on the way well she suspects that you're actually cheating on her um with another woman well actually shocker it's a man and he's behind the stages come on out like brings them out too and they're all throwing fists and everyone's yelling steve 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 um just garbage it was jerry actually well no this the the bald security guard that everyone loved yeah he got his own show off of that. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. You, know, you say cultural, uh, cultural thing. That's you use that word very liberally uh, of like a, a cultural loss. Like, I think um, I, I don't think uh, I don't think that's damaged the, the U.S. culture too much. It's probably helped <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> no, I, that's what I mean. Like for his time, you know, because you mentioned like, yeah, price is right. You know, Maury was just sort of nonstop paternity tests. Yeah. Jerry Springer was the one that was like, he was finding things, and I, I wonder how much of it was really set up too, like how much of that was really just actors, yeah, um, doing a staged thing. But I feel like some of the 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 clips that were circulating online, I'm like, I feel like this was a real, like this really was, you know, a guy who was in love with his, you know, his his cousin and they brought them to the show to basically exploit them for, for views. But, uh, um, either way, RIP
1: Jerry Springer, RIP,
0: um, other news in, uh, in, in Canada. And, uh, it's funny, your wife actually messaged me about this, the the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, they made the second round as of this recording, they're down three, nothing in the second round against Florida. Um, (laughs) but I'm curious because at your wedding last year, uh, Toronto uh, did get eliminated on that day, yeah. And I remember, uh, I remember, like half the room became a little depressed on what is supposed to be the happiest day of Brian and Moore's yeah. life. Um, well, I'm curious are you are you kind of you know after your great breakdown of the Bo Horvat trade a couple months ago, have you jumped on the the Leafs bandwagon to connect with uh, you know with your in laws? Um
1: i i'm steering clear of that because i know so little um i don't even know like i know so little about um toronto specifically too like it's one thing to know about hockey and even the canucks um but toronto even less so so i think it's the worst when someone's like really hyped up and they're like big long-time fans and then you've got one person trying to hold the conversation when you know that they're clearly struggling just to say words like um i remember one time not even like i've I've been to a hockey game before and i took a photo um as they were on break uh for the hockey game and i said uh chilling out during halftime <laughs> and someone's like you mean the the second like the second intermission <laughs> and so um uh, I avoid the subject at all costs if I can. I know the one guy, Austin. Um, Austin, <laughs> it's it's Taylor's or Matthew. Uh, it's one of those. Um, yeah, he's the the guy with the mustache uh, that everybody seems to really love. Um, that's it. And I just know that the GM um, is this young guy who. Um, he came from actually Brock University. He went to the university that um, that Lauren went to. Um, and that's Those are the only two people I know in the entire Maple Leafs. Um, so, uh, that's okay. I did hear that uh, they didn't have to go against Boston. So that's good. Um, and I know that they're playing Florida. And um, they are losing pretty badly, it sounds like. Right? Yeah, the
0: game three just ended prior to us recording this, and uh, Florida won uh, that Oof. game. So how many up how, nothing in the series?
1: But how many how many goals? What was the score? It went to overtime. It went to overtime.
0: Okay. So it was three uh, two. Um, but yeah, it's just you know, it's it's just funny because there was a there was a video, and that, this is the thing I, I love and I hate about sports is that you know there were there was a video of all these young people in uh in the downtown square of toronto Mm -hmm. and the interviewer was like hey you know the last time the maple leafs made the second round was in like 2003 or 2004 Mm -hmm. um you know where were you when this happened and these these kids these like young adults were like oh i was in the womb or i was (laughs) i was learning how to walk or something like that uh but then simultaneously there were videos of uh guys that were like 50 something years old that it's been, you know, they've watched their kids grow up, and the Leafs haven't made the second round, uh, and they probably aren't getting out of the second round. Uh, but what it's is, just, what's the know, chances
1: like? How how have you seen it before, where someone's come back from a th- three three and O? It's happened I think, they basically three have to, Times they basically have to like reverse sweep. Yeah, it's happened.
0: I think three times in NHL history, maybe four. Um, but yeah, it's it's very rare. Like it's it's so difficult to do that. Um, I mean, since, you know, we're on the subject though, like they're down three, three, nothing. They're going to have to make some roster changes. Do you think that they, uh, do they think maybe they inject like Darcy Tucker into the lineup to try to maybe,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, fool me once shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Uh, I'm not falling for this trick when you throw out a name and I'm just going to try and say, yes. Um, I still get chirped about the, well, whoever that guy was that you, uh burned me on last time who was that <laughs> that was uh, matthias oland matthias oland yeah you dick um <laughs> <laughs> if there are more trades though let me know because i would i want to try and i would love to break down another trade um and and see if it lines up with the the, the consensus of the critics um because you know you don't need to know hockey i'd love to be a gm where i don't know a shit about hockey and just try and um Fandangled my way through, uh, and and somehow win the Stanley Cup. You know, kind of like a Ted Lasso esque thing. But um, I don't think a team's willing to let me just come in and try and be GM. Um,
0: well, you say that, but I think the GM of the Flyers, uh, I think he got let go a couple of weeks back, mm, and he so admitted that he was there's a yeah, there's a spot open, um, but he admitted to using an app to figure out like trade value of players and it's like well you should be watching the games and figuring out like (laughs) if i trade this guy is this going to hurt our team and he was apparently using like an app like a simulator which is something that like a fantasy sports fan would use except he was the general manager of a a team
1: you know what i just use chat gbt or whatever and i just get their opinion on every every move that i do and like as as interviewers are asking me be like so what do you think's in store for this season I'd like lean over type something into my keyboard be like um you know hockey is a the canadian national sport um and it's a well-renowned sport it was started back in 1842 and um anyways it's a roundabout way of saying uh i need to subscribe to learn more (laughs) (laughs) or you could check out
0: uh hockey talk with ryan hawk uh got interviews on that so you do that. Oh, a nice little um, cross
1: promo there. That was very that's natural. Right.
0: And uh, I hear that Aaron Rodgers signed somewhere else. So check out uh, the offensive line for a
1: full breakdown on that as well. Don't be uh, No, don't be promising that. I don't We don't we're <laughs> not making content right now. I don't know anything about Aaron Rodgers and whatever he's up to. Um we had a, a
0: moment locally. Oh yeah. a plane crashed near my house. And, um, you know, everyone's okay. Thankfully, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was nothing too, too major. I mean, it sounds pretty bad. Um, but you know, nobody was, was seriously hurt. So it's, it's lucky, but, um, you know, it just, anytime you hear of a plane crash automatically, I think, uh, ISIS. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I thought that in our little slice of heaven, we were going to be, uh, safe know, kind from of this. tucked away.
1: We were safe from two-seater planes and all the danger that comes with them in this hard world.
0: Yeah. Like, like my first thought was like, oh, like, like ISIS figured out that, uh, you know, America has a hat called Canada or, or toque, a toque, a toque called Canada. And uh, they should, uh, they should attack mm-hmm. that too. But, uh, but luckily it was just a... Uh, yeah, the where I live, there's a an airport where they just teach people how to fly. Yeah, and uh, a little so private sound, airport. I did. Did you see the photo of the truck though that it hit?
1: No, it hit a truck. It
0: hit a pickup truck, and if, if this Whoa. isn't a uh, if this isn't an advertisement for Dodge, that truck looked pretty good.
1: You get mm. hit by a plane, and the truck is still like in one piece. I feel like a plane would just crumple under most circumstances. It, they just seem so like they have to be quite light, right? They're just like made with like very pliable like metal um nothing too solid so i feel like it'd just crumple if it hit anything of like substance um but that was so right by your house did you hear it did you see anything um, cuz i know you you were probably what less than a kilometer away from the airport yeah yeah i'm like 250
0: feet from the plane i i didn't hear anything i i was going to the gym and i was confused why at seven o'clock at night, there was like a road crew out mm. and why they weren't letting me turn right. Mm. <laughs> and then, uh, it was actually, uh, somebody uh, I was talking to, uh, I guess I should probably give her an official title, but uh, a girl I've been dating, uh, texted me and said, uh, said that she was on a plane that day too, like a little small, uh, plane what? to get to Vancouver Island and back. And she mentioned that she's like, oh, I was a little nervous because I heard about the plane crash near uh, near you and I, I was like oh i had no idea and i immediately googled it and that's mm-hmm. when i saw the picture and i just saw this dodge and i thought if someone if dodge was thinking if the marketing team at dodge was uh, was on top of this i mean they'd have an ad like you know <laughs> don't 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 dodge it ran it you
1: know oh so. god um yeah that's i mean if there's a place for a plane crash to happen and again everybody's okay so it's good but uh, if I, I could see I could see a training school for plane flyers being a, a hot spot. I'm surprised that this is the first one that I've heard out of that airport because I drive by it all the time. And there's a road that goes under, basically under the landing, like the landing yeah. strip. And some of those planes come in pretty low. And thinking as I'm seeing, like I'm, I'm driving by and it's like, there's also billboards being like, Ever wanted to learn how to fly? No experience necessary. We'll let you fly within like a couple of hours. Blah blah blah. And like I'm seeing these plant like these planes try and land overhead of me. <laughs> I just like this doesn't this doesn't give me good feelings. Um, driving right now. It's just I don't know. It's. uh that being said though, I would love to learn. I would love to get my private license. Um, that's a goal of mine. Uh, one day is to to fly one of those bad boys. So, um, I'll send you a Snapchat if I'm flying by your house. <laughs> uh, let's get
0: into the recommendation segment uh brian what do you got
1: i got a bone to pick and that's not that's not what i'm <laughs> that's not what i'm recommending um that you kind of you've you've pigeonholed me into either uh, uh movie book or or songs or music or album or whatever um not much of a music guy didn't like music until i was probably like 19 which is weird um not much of a reader uh and and movies i feel like it's getting repetitive uh movies slash tv shows of okay yeah i'll recommend some. so you don't have any games like no video game content and um I'm I'm a little I'm a little perturbed because I think that's a medium in itself, and you are stifling um, an entire community by your communist dictatorship regime of I guess not communist dictatorship, <laughs> just dictatorship um, of of making me pick one of those three. So I'm breaking that, and I'm picking a video game that I just finished, uh, and I also want to ask you a couple of questions. But it's Hogwarts Legacy, um, which has been fantastic. If you are a Harry Potter fan, I cannot recommend it enough. Um, they they totally capture the uh, magic of running around and exploring Hogwarts and just getting into all kinds of trouble and casting spells and going on quests and making friends. Um, so I wanted to ask you, Ryan, first of all, which house were you in? Uh, Slytherin. Okay. Yeah. No surprise. No surprise there. Um, (laughs) I was in Gryffindor. Um, and were you, what was your kind of like your temperament, like, or like moral compass, were you a good guy? Were you a bad guy? Well, you, you
0: could only really be a good guy. Um, first of all, I never said you couldn't recommend a video game. Um, secondly, that was a total gamers rise up moment for you to be like, I don't, I don't conform to your dictatorship, uh, yeah. putting putting boundaries on it. Um, as far as the game goes, yeah, I was I was Slytherin. Um, I you know I I found it very hard to be evil. Uh, I think I think the you know it's a it's you know it's a kids game too, and I think that they wanted to make sure that uh, it wasn't. You still too were weird. kind of okay, like you were kind yeah. of yeah yeah you know like you couldn't. I wanted to be he who must not be named, and uh, I couldn't. <laughs> they didn't really let me do that
1: well if you mean by you couldn't go around and kill random students um yeah they they i think they they put a limit on that um but you're right like the um dialogue options were kind of like so i I was trying originally it's like i'm gryffindor let me live up by my name i'm gonna go help people oh you lost your little stink ball little game or whatever okay great i'll go collect those little stink balls and bring them back to you and then she's like oh thank you so much and like i wanted to be like i'm keeping these and i was like i'm gonna just try one bad option here um and i said i'm keeping these and she's like oh haha no you're funny but no you can't you can't keep those and then it just like i give them the stink balls or whatever and i was like okay so i don't have a choice in this she's getting she's getting these stink balls back um so you you're right i and then that kind of got me just upset with the game in general so i went full-on evil dark wizard i was the the most evil gryffindor i think you could met i know for fans listening ryan's mouth is wide open um i i learned all the unforgivable curses uh through my bro sebastian down in the dungeon and then um i murked everybody and anybody (laughs) i could uh within the the camps camps i was trying to be like like flying death so i'd fly in on like either my hippogriff (laughs) or like my broom to this random like goblin camp or this random bandit camp and they're like oh you shouldn't have come here and so i transform one guy into a exploding barrel i throw him at his friend and blow them both up and then i start cursing everybody and um there's this this um like talent you can do where if you curse somebody um they get marked and um, the, the final talent is if you Avada cadaver somebody it will then kill all the other cursed people as well. So I'd go around cursing like seven, six or seven people. So they've all got the mark on them. And then I hit one guy with an Avada Kedavra and like literally the entire camp drops dead except for one person. And I'm like, <laughs> that guy just starts running away um <laughs> so that's what i got into for a while and that was really fun and you were like, you were like your blood is on ranrock's hands yeah like, he keeps blaming like, brand that a little bit
0: excessive <laughs> like ranrock wasn't even around he
1: yet. wasn't even doing any of this these are ba- these are bandits they're not even goblins well, like these are spiders <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they added a patch actually last thing i'll say but an uh, anti-arachnophobia patch where apparently like it gets rid of the spiders in the game um oh, really? which uh I'm I'm a pretty liberal guy. Um that's where I draw the line uh <laughs> on on inclusion. Uh if you're gonna have to if, if you're gonna have to patch your games, cause a couple of games are doing this now to to um make it more accessible to people who are afraid of spiders, <laughs> you probably just shouldn't play the game. <laughs> yeah, I think my one of my brothers was saying like he got
0: real like real uh, like nervous, like had to turn the game off at points because like a giant spider would come out, and he was like, I, I, I just, I freaked out, and I like had to turn it off, and uh, I was like, you know what, you're a father now, you got to be a man, uh, don't be a little, you know, a little pussy. so <laughs> It's um, like that.
1: I just don't, get, I don't get the, I don't understand the fear of spiders. Where it's the point of I can't even see them on a screen. And and I'm gonna freak out like this the 3D rendered version of a spider, yeah. Um, that that's gonna make me have to drop the game basically. But hey, I don't know. Yeah, it's just
0: these snowflakes in
1: 2023. That, like, don't even don't get going. <laughs> um, I just just for reference, just because I want to keep our fan base. Ryan's joking. Um, he's not about to go on a rant. Uh, about <laughs> snowflakes or people, um, Gen Z's or things like that. So, uh, just to, just to keep, just to keep this podcast going. <laughs>
0: All I'm saying is we got to take oh, okay. books out of the libraries that have spiders in them. Okay. I can't have this around my nieces and my nephews. <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend an album that just dropped uh, a couple of days ago. It's uh band. It's called currents albums called the death we seek. Um, I believe they're from Ontario. I'm not sure actually. I'd have to double check that, but uh, but yeah, I you know uh, heavy metal band, uh, great you know great album, uh, pretty heavily anticipated for this year. Uh, so if you like uh, heavy music, check that out. Um, you probably have heard of them if you're into that sort of scene. But uh, you know, if you want something different to listen to or to work out to, I mean, I was at the gym today listening to the album again, and uh,
1: what kind of music lif- is that? I
0: lifted the building. <laughs> it's uh it's heavy metal
1: oh okay is that like the screamo heavy metal like the like that kind (laughs) do that again (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of like you know like or is it like gonna come running up the uh, (laughs) the stairs right now like who is here who's here intruder um because there is that metal you know the screamo metal i I had some friends who who did that in in band or whatever um but is it that kind or is it like it's just heavy metal like music, but they still kind of sing where you can. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's two vocalists. So yeah, uh, one guy's more into like, he's got like the growly voice and then the other guy can actually, you know, carry a tune Uh, and it's just heavy. Like I, and I I like that kind of music. I don't know. uh, I've just always kind of liked it. So Um, actually uh, yeah. the, The girl I'm seeing now, she, she was like, I don't, I never would have guessed because you, you know, the way you dress, yeah. the way you look, your job, uh, it's a little bit of a surprise. I said, there's a lot of things you need to know about, me, <laughs> um, and I just told her, listen to the podcast. Um,
1: yeah, got, it's, it's uh, like what, when I go to the gym, I, um, uh, I look pretty like ripped and scary and, and intimidating and people don't approach me. Uh, but I'm just listening to Taylor Swift, uh, to get me puffed up. What do you uh, listen to? at the gym uh i honestly i listen to some some pretty like not not gym-esque music i don't know like i'll listen uh, i might listen to a little bit of like um not edm per se but like you know like dead mouse or whatever uh but then i'll throw in like florence and the machine is great throw in some lord um, throw in some uh they say lord <laughs> lord yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i have lord. lord's great hey i listen to the, the tennis courts that's that's a song yeah banger
0: she was she was a big deal like 10 years ago
1: uh she's still a big deal ryan she had an album come out not too long ago um i don't know what it's called but it's got that green light song on it um probably like two years ago she's still putting out Bangers, you know, funny story about Lord. She takes time off just to experience life, so she can she can write better things. So she goes on like a year long trip where she just travels and no one knows where she is and she's unknown and she'll be in Bali or whatever, like hanging out on a beach by herself, just to just to live it up, meet with the locals, hang out, so she can write good music, uh, come back to it with like a full full um, you know brain of of inspiration. So before you go making your little jokes about Lord. Maybe you should uh, do your research. <laughs> Celebrities, they're just like us.
0: <laughs> All right, well, we got a good, we got it. We got it. Speaking of bangers, I mean, this story, as soon as I saw it, I was like, we need to talk about this. The headline is uh, Pennsylvania woman fakes abduction to, re- to prevent her family and friends from finding out she never attended university she was supposed to graduate from.
1: Um I mean bit of an overreaction, don't you think? <laughs> uh, so Chloe Stein was not missing her in danger after her car was found abandoned in Greensburg. Uh, the whole thing was a hoax. Um Oh, she actually was taken to prison for this. Great. Okay. So Yeah. What compels a person to fake going to university? Um, in general, and, and to live that lie for, what, like three, maybe four years. And then when the jig is coming up, then instead of being like, oh, you know, this thing that I knew was going to happen for years to come is finally coming up, I need to have an awkward conversation. Or I pretend that I get abducted and this just all takes care of itself.
0: I just love the fact that, like because I mean, I never went to university. You, you did like, you don't, you don't graduate after a week, which means she was telling people for years, like, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a student at this university and a uh, class of 2023. And this, this went on forever. And nobody thought to like, like her, even her parents didn't think to check or like, you know, like I'm, I'm wondering, I'm guessing that she probably told her parents she either got a scholarship or she qualified for some sort of, yeah. student loan and and so her mom and dad didn't have to pay for anything and then she just kind of like I mean she must have kept this a secret from everybody so well because what was she doing in her spare time like that's what it doesn't talk about in the story like did she live at home was she periodically like oh I have class on Tuesday from one to three so I won't be home
1: yeah and imagine if she had like a full docket of classes like six to eight hours worth of classes what do you do for those six to eight hours <clears throat> You don't go to the campus because that's crazy. But what's less crazy than that? Like hang out at a McDonald's or kind so of, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you can't hang out with any of your friends because they all think you're at university unless you come up with an yeah. elaborate lie where you think every day, like, Oh, you tell one group of friends I'm just ditching today. And then you just keep rotating through different friends. So they just think you ditched one day when really you ditched five days just to hang out with five different groups of friends. You know, this could work.
0: See, I, I was going to say like, I know a guy who years ago when he was just getting out of high school, he told his mom that he, t- he took a job somewhere that uh, he, he, he didn't get a job. Mm-hmm. So he would wake up every day with her uh, and they would like, you know, 6 a.m. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He would jump in the truck. Okay, mom. Yeah, I'll be home later. See you later. And he would just drive to a mall and park in the parking lot and just go back to sleep in the truck. And then would just pretend like he had a job for uh, for a little bit. So what, I'm assuming that's what she would do is just or like cause you gotta what think, was an
1: easier thing to do than that? Go to college. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's just like you're you're faking this for years. And I guess that's that's the part of it that I'm like, you must have had no money. Like you can't be working full time. Like, like again, this story it kind of leaves out some of the bad Yeah, I don't It's mostly I, about the fake
1: abduction. It's not but so much about like what happened like how did she what what did she do for the those hours? I want to know what she did for those hours. Well, and it,
0: but it could be too like she could be maybe working full time and being like, "Oh, I'm taking uh, online classes at night too," which is another possibility. I just love the fact that f- for at least 3 to 4 possibly even more, Probably more. years she's telling oh. her family like, "Oh yeah, like I'm I'm, you know, class of 2023, like I'll be graduating. Here's what I'm taking." Like and listen, I went to school for five minutes post-secondary and <laughs> everybody was like, hey, like, what are you taking? Oh, I'm taking marketing and business. And they're like, tell me about that. What was she allegedly taking? And and how was that conversation at Thanksgiving dinner when her uncle is like, hey, like, how's your, uh, your economics
1: course going? Like, is she just up, like making like, shit up on the fly? <laughs> buy high, sell low. Is- <laughs> oh, interesting. Wow. Okay, great um i think it's it's um probably the biggest one of the biggest controversies to come out of penn state university um where this <laughs> this story takes place uh, i don't know how they're going to get around that that whole thing they had a fake student attending for years Ugh.
0: yeah yeah i mean and i mean it's it's good that they arrested her because it apparently did cause some some um some worry in the local area uh, based on her story, that she said, like, she was abducted by a man in a mask
1: holding oh God. a gun. So now everyone's and getting, so... like, freaked out, thinking that there's this kidnapper out on the loose. Yeah. And again, all because what? I want to know why she, yeah, I want to know why she didn't go to university. I want to know if she, she didn't, uh, maybe, like, if it was like she wasn't accepted or she was just like, this isn't for me. Uh, I'm just gonna lie instead, like I just like lying. Maybe, maybe she's like, well, you know, oh. maybe she was going for like a political science major, and she's like, I'm just gonna learn to lie instead and get really good at that. <laughs> little, little, yeah, uh, little this, shot there.
0: This is why I never went to university. Um, <laughs> and this is wait, wait,
1: I'm wait. There. Walk me through that. <laughs> For fear yeah, of I what? Just, I didn't, I didn't for, want
0: to have to lie to uh,
1: to my family. So, well, no, you would have you would have just gone to university. You would have just attended no, university. No, it's not no, you I had to the, just go. Okay, I took the high road. I took the high road. <laughs> I just didn't uh, even try. You know,
0: just <laughs> yeah, I dropped out of community college.
1: Well, hey, I was um, mine was just mine was community college too for um, a degree or not even a degree, like a associate's degree for you know, criminology which is great. It's really helped me become a better criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I use that a lot I mean, in my day-to-day.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Criminology students uh, not uh, not good either.
1: Um, it's basically just a bunch of people who watched um, like NCIS once um, or I like I could do that. Yeah, like, "Oh yeah, that's interesting. Okay, sweet. On they sweet. I'm going to I'm going to go into this class and we're just going to solve cases and and look at like bones and crime scenes and stuff like that and then when we got there and it's like no it's just mainly like the philosophy of law and like you know if people are inherently evil and you know what's deviousness and criminal stats and stuff and you saw a lot of people dropping out really quick <laughs> or just maybe they just maybe they just stopped going but they still told their family they were going but the seats in the class emptied out really quick <laughs>
0: uh so uh the lesson of this story though is um is either go to class or don't D- don't stage a kidnapping and cost tens of thousands of dollars in uh police funds or
1: if you're going to do it uh, just or you will go to jail if you're going to do it just tell the the article the interviewers why you did it so we don't have to just sit here wondering i just want to know <laughs> <laughs> that's why yeah. i just it's gonna keep me up tonight Alright buddy, well,
0: I think this was a good episode. Good to catch up with you.
1: Um Good to see you. Good yeah, luck man. Good luck with your um your new relationship. Can't wait to meet this lucky lady.
0: Yeah, she uh she is great. Uh it's it's something that is very it's it's uncharted waters for me. You know, I'm 32 years old. Um you know, a couple relationships, but that they were not nearly as mature. And uh, you know, as as I guess, uh, you know, they, I don't know. It's hard to hard to really explain. I don't want to unpack it right now, but um, no, that's what that's what next episodes you, for you know, for advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm definitely calling Brian like every other day. Like, hey, like she said this. What does this mean? Just put an AirPod and, uh, in,
1: in your in your ear every time you guys hang out, and and I'll we'll, we'll do the old classic trope. I'll feed you lines, but it'll be like impractical jokers where I start feeding you ridiculous lines to try and work into the conversation.
0: Yeah. I mean like Brian, I want you Brian's to say chimichanga advice. at some point in this conversation. <laughs> Brian, Brian's advice to me was, uh, was just, uh, you know, try not to be home too much and apologize for everything. And yeah, um, and that's, you know, that's why you're coming up on one year, which by the way, because we probably won't record until after, mm. uh, happy one year anniversary Thanks, you and your, your lovely wife. And, uh, do you have plans? Have you, have you planned anything? We're going, or she, are
1: you putting it on her? Are you like, Hey, listen, <laughs> yeah, I already planned your 30th we're birthday. New, this we're new year. age, right? Yeah. Um, no, we're doing, we're going to Tofino, um, for, for a couple of nights um so that'll be really fun and really good looking forward to that staying in a cool little hotel on the beach Uh, i'm actually leaving her on my anniversary um uh, like leaving to go to not leaving her leaving to go to a work trip um on the actual day of our anniversary so my and it's also on mother's day um and there's a couple of people on the trip who are like it's their first first mother's day as well and they're they're leaving their they have to leave their wives and significant others to go on this trip and i'm just like said to my director like you're you're a homewrecker you know that right like <laughs> look what you're doing to us um but yeah so it'll be really good um and a lot of fun really relaxing good stuff man All right, well, Well, hey, sign us off, man. Let's get out of here. I got a little send off here. Um, You know, it's hard to joke. It's hard to share. It's hard to believe we're still on the air. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Oh, my God.